welcome to Flow with the Funk. My name is Michelle, aka Flo, aka the Funky Celebrant. I'm a multi-award winning independent family celebrant based in the east of England, but with a passport and permission from my nearest and dearest to travel anywhere my heart desires or your imagination can take us. This is a podcast aimed at anyone and everyone interested in love, ceremony and celebration. I don't care if you're half of or a whole couple looking for inspiration, friends, family or a supplier. This podcast is for you. My own thoughts and musings come to life as I dissect everything from what is a celebrant and how we can upscale a ceremony to how to assemble your perfect supplier squad for your amazing day. And of course, there's everything in between. And then there'll be interviews with whoever I can rope in for a natter. They may well be random, but I can guarantee they will be fun. I hope there's a little something here for everyone. Today I'm joined by photographer extraordinaire Avi Kniznik from AK Expressions. He is my gin swigging, mad as a hatter, beardy photographer as I like to refer to him, who if you want something pretty amazing and different on the photography world, he's the man to go to. But I'll get him to tell you a bit more about all that later. Um, so yeah, Abby, just introduce yourself before we go into what we're going to be talking about today. That, that was a brilliant intro, uh, Michelle, so, so I'm not going to complain, but hi there anyways. And yeah, um, I do wedding photography for probably about 12 years now, but done photography for over 30 years in, in my life and that. So yeah. Yeah, cool. So um, and we, we met at um, a wedding fair a few years back and we keep bumping into each other at the same wedding fairs and we're actually finally, fingers crossed, <laughs> going to get to work together at a wedding in September in Bury. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Not just that wedding per se today, yep. but we're going to be talking about weddings and the current climate, i.e. weddings and COVID, because I think it's something that we're all excited to get back into. However, I don't think we've all thought through the implications of what that's going to mean for us as suppliers, as well as what it's going to mean for our guests. So I know you've got quite a few thoughts on this, Abby. So what, what's your immediate thought when the government uh, in four weeks time says, right, OK, we can get back to weddings and you can have 25 people at the wedding. How do you think that's going to affect how you work? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to get back into, I know, and I know yourself is like, we've spoken to each other quite a lot over the last uh, six weeks or so on that this has been going on. And I just want to dive head into it. I want to dust off my cameras and, and I would be over the moon the second the government says I can shoot a wedding. And I'm sure all the couples and all your listeners who want to, are, who are getting married and invest, postpone, or still doing the wedding this year is going to be the same. But over the last two or three days, I've really had a thought about it because now that we can meet up uh, six people in, in an open space, uh, of course, social distancing and all the government requirements, you know, of course, we're not going to bend the rules. I've now taken on three or four of my couples over the next few weeks that I'm going to be doing their postponement shoot, the pre-shoot or the save the date shoot. And one of the weddings we are doing together coming up in September, if I'm correct. Is that right? Yeah. September? Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm meeting that couple this Saturday, and I'm, I have no concerns about meeting them on the Saturday and doing their shoot because we can keep the distance. We're going to an open space garden, and that's easy for me. I could get close enough to do my creative style, and there's no one I'm going to bump into or look around me. So, of course, 
there may be other people walking by, but I hope they keep to the rule and, and, and you know, not bump into us. So we're going to go to a quiet space in this garden. Hmm. But when weddings kick off officially with the 25 people, and even for yourself, Michelle, I, I, I think I'm worried. I'm worried of someone hires me on my style. They look at my creative photographs. They see a bride or a groom walking down the aisle and that first reaction to each other, you know, when they meet each other, the bride walking down the aisle and seeing the groom for the first time and that light up face. And I like to de stand dead center. So usually someone like yourself conducting the ceremony politely moves to the side because we spoke about it beforehand and I'm dead center for that photograph. I then move to the side. We cross each other. We may stand shoulder to shoulder, but how is that going to work now? And, you know, some venues, when they go ahead, are so tight at the front. And, you know, I know that not only yourself conducts weddings, you know, other, other people, you know, vicars and, and registrars and all and so forth conducts yeah. weddings. And sometimes there's more than one person that does it. How are they going to, are they going to be in one bubble together? Are they going to come in separate cars? Are they going to have now two different tables and they spread out? So all of a sudden where I would stand or the videographer would stand is now in my spot. How, how am I going to get those wow photographs at the front? And now I'm told to stand at the back, which is fine. No problem there. But now at the back, down the aisle, in a, in a tight ceremony room, the guests are in their bubbles and they're in every other row. But if I need to move up a bit forward and move backwards, even though I have telephoto lenses, am I going to be too close to a guest? Mm. You know, so am I going to overanalyze the shot? when I shouldn't be, and I should be just taking the photographs as the day unfolds, or am I going to be overthinking it? And, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how we move forward yet. Uh, you know, an open space wedding is easy because I can walk around the outside, you know, I can walk around the bride and groom at the front and make my way all the way to the back without being near anybody and catch the shots I need. But in a venue that I have to walk down the aisle or walk down the sides where I'm almost tiptoeing and creeping by the guests shoulder to shoulder, that's going to be a bit interesting. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's a bit of, you know, cake maker brings her cake, drops it off, and they're done. They don't have to see anyone. They can see the bride and groom from afar and wave below. The florist brings the flowers, the buttonholes. But, again, in the morning, we document the bride getting ready or the groom getting ready. And sometimes we have to put our camera down. We don't want to, but we're happy to. To Sometimes I've had to zip the bride into the dress or help her with a button because uh, she's on her own all of a sudden and a button pops out. You know what I mean? Um, we help with the buttonholes. And I'm sure you've done this before. And you yeah. put the cravat on and you help tie a knot because the boys are, are, are nervous. They may have tied a knot 50 million times, but on the day they're nervous. So all of a sudden I'm going to have to go, I, I can't help you now. Sorry. And, and does their best men come right beside them and help them tie that. Does the bridesmaids sit right beside the bride and give her a cuddle because she's crying in the morning um, uh, for emotions. You know, she's opened up a present from her other half and she just has emotions pouring out because that's what happens on wedding days. And she just needs that little cuddle. And usually she gets a cuddle from her mother or she gets it from a bridesmaid. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to execute it the same way we used to execute it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm with you there. I, I think it's going to be some time before we can be as hands-on as we're used to being, for sure. I mean, for, for you, like you, with your photography and how close you can get to guests, I've got the same issue with how close can I get to the couple when I'm standing there conducting the ceremony. Yeah. Um, I have to hand every single couple that I deal with, I'm handing them their their vows 
and and maybe other things as well depending on what we're doing and i'm trying to think with how some of the ceremonies run um when it comes to hand fasting I and, and, and i assume you can't like yeah you couldn't put because if you put it on the table and then someone picks it up you've touched it yeah. so as they're saying with covid it's still on something yeah. and if you put all your pieces of paper your vows that you're handing the couples are yeah. instructions uh, of what they're doing next you know what i mean yeah. uh, you can't put one two three four on the table and a groom or bride reads over and reads it can you no i think so, we're gonna have to really i mean i know everybody's really excited to be getting back to work and saying that you know simple I think it's going to be simple outside ceremonies for you know for starters are going to happen yeah. but we've got to look at all the logistics of simple things like you say the pieces of paper that i hand the couple if i'm doing a hand fasting or i won't even be able to do a ring warming where their rings are passed around to all of their guests that's going to be out so yeah. we're going to have to get really really creative with how we conduct and photograph and video these ceremonies going forward i can really see that and it's i don't want to think about it no, I, <laughs> I, know, honest, I, I don't want to think about it I'm thinking oh, no 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 it takes the fun out a bit because yeah. we are, you know a i have my certain style i know what i want to get um you know i don't i always think outside the box i like to be a bit more crazy and obscured and 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 you know forward thinking in the way I, I do my photography and the same as the way you run your services and your you know your conduct the ceremony in that you're sort of on the same page in that and everything's individual for that couple. And on top of doing that, all of a sudden we're going to, you know, we don't want to go and think, shit, did I get too close to that person? Did I get, you know, I just want to naturally enjoy it, have laughs, get what we need to get, achieve what we've always achieved and, and give them the highest quality of our service that we've always done. And that's why they came to us. Yeah. And all of a sudden, are we going to be, becoming the same as everyone else because we're standing so far back and with my photography am i going to be doing snaps because yeah i could put a telephoto lens on and zoom into the couple it's not an issue whether i have the right lens i can buy the the next lens i need or hire the lens for the day and, and so on and so forth but when i get those creative shots from bob and the makeup and hair person is in the room and i'm standing above the bride and getting the details of her eyelash and focus and the rest of her eye out of focus yeah. i am basically breathing on her almost you know what i mean and and how is she going to get ready in the morning is her girlfriend's going to be with her in the room because some rooms are are small yeah. so all the bridesmaids are going to get ready at home and you have to now go in separate vehicles because sometimes they have a big limousine you know i've seen the pink limousines the white limousines the big hummers old um uh what do you call it caravans and some cool funky cars or they just go in their own cars yeah. but they car share don't they at the end of the day uh and all of a sudden you're like shit i don't think everyone has thought all those you know everyone's just dying to get back and hoping yeah. they're going to get married and, and of course we want them to get married as well uh, be it this year or if they're postponed for 21 yeah but, but i think that's why the government i don't think has ignored brides grooms getting married because I thought we were going to get an announcement as in the 1st of June, but we haven't had that announcement in this country. And if you go onto the government website, it's still saying, unfortunately, at this moment in time, there's no services being conducted. Yeah. Even with small weddings, even if you just had it, what they did just before lockdown with someone like yourself, maybe a photographer, a videographer, if we can attend the ceremony and having the couple and two witnesses, yeah. you could just social distance then. 
but but, but even, having even ten it, people in the room. Yeah, even just you know uh, an elopement as we as I think we've both termed it, which is yeah. the couple, the celebrant and the and photographer. There's still times when you've got to be in each other's faces. I know that that's the you know I like I said I go to their house or their hotel room and I'm there from the beginning you know of, and and part of our services we have a good rapport with our couples because we meet them ahead of time I have a good chat in the morning I you know we're, we come almost like their mate but we're doing our job mm-hmm. and you know you're you're handing them you know their phone rings and you pass them their mobile phone because they're sitting down and getting their makeup done something so simple like that when yeah. the bride goes. Could you just pass my phone, please? And of course, why would I say no to it? Yeah. Or, you know, I even offer make a tea or a cup of coffee for the couple sometimes that I'm there. Or I get fed and get a, sometimes a bacon sandwich in the morning. Or there's a buffet on the table. Yeah. And, and the, the, the bride and bridesmaids are the mother of the bride. Whoever's there always is very hospitable. And they always, you know, say, help yourself, please. Yeah. Or you go to the toilet. Now, in that toilet that I use at their house, and I'm, you know, sometimes at the house at 7 in the morning till 12 because there is a numerous amounts of girls getting pampered and pruned, um, I'm not going to be able to hold in my, my, you know, my bladder is calling, I need to go. Uh, you know, what happens then? Because everyone's sharing that same toilet, isn't it? Yeah. Little things like that that we're not thinking yeah, we're, about we're not, we're at all. We're not even thinking about them, are we? And I think we do. So I think I'm going to have to invest in a screen. <laughs> which is just going to go everywhere with me <laughs> I, I think you're right you almost need to you know like we're doing well, this is off topic but even when we do wedding fairs you know I, I i've had where people are talking about having couples come in on time tickets so you know you get a ticket and every 10 minutes is the next queue up for the next couple to come through but do i go and put myself wrap myself in cling film and put a little hole with a straw that I could breathe or drink my gin, of course, and that's it. You know, I think that's how we're going to turn up to weddings. Forget the mask. We'll just cover ourselves in cellophane so we can walk as close as we want. We can almost embrace the bride and groom or the groom, groom or bride, bride and give them a hugs and cuddles. We're up to cling film all day. And, and yeah. there we go. That is the point. No, gonna... but you'll have to change the cling film for every couple. Oh, yeah. I didn't think, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. So no, I, think I'm, I think I'm going to invest in one of those screens. And I think I'm going to I'm going to make it, I'm going to have to make one with a little frame, and I'm going to have to clip it to my book, and I'm just going to have to carry it around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't even wear gloves doing your role, can no, you? No, there's no way you can um, switch stuff on your equipment and touch the screen, and 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 you know you don't yeah changing you know there's no way. I can wear a face mask. I've no problem wearing that. Uh, yeah. You know that that doesn't do anything. You know for me, it may get a bit hot breathing in it, but but yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, you're right. Wear, but wearing gloves is kind of pointless because yeah. every time you touch a surface where someone else has touched it, yeah. And if yeah. you do touch your face, you know I will have a bottle of empty bag, but I don't have time to wash my hands every time. Time. No. I pick up my camera off the chair because I put it down because I want to rest one of my cameras down while I'm standing up on a chair to get a shot from above and that camera sitting down where you touched it. Yeah. You know, and you may be a clean person, but we, you know, with, with what's going on, it, you know, you know, we don't know if one has or doesn't have it. So how overprotective am I supposed to be? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the mystery. And that, I think that's why at the moment weddings have not been approved to go through going to barbecues in one's house for six people going through to their toilet like my in-laws are going to come over here 
they're they're gonna use our downstairs toilet they're gonna go through my back gate around to my front door which is where my first you know downstairs toilet is yeah. we will disinfect it before they arrive and my children and my wife and i will use the upstairs and yeah. while they're having a barbecue and we have enough long tables that they can sit even at the same table because i got huge table that you know so they'll still have the distance on the table um yeah. will be just shouting you know they have to have their own pepper and salt they will have yeah. to have their own you know drink on the table their own pitcher of water we can't share that stuff but then how do they get their food because i am plating it up you know is it becoming over the top are we over analyzing it yeah uh, or, or not and that's the thing i'm not sure about i think we've been we've kind of been driven to the over analysis haven't we that's why i don't think they they might open something up for next next month but i really seriously think it's going to be such small numbers and yeah. they're going to make sure that they are outside it's the summer we should have decent weather yeah. um but as you know it's british summer so you can never guarantee that but i think they're going to start insisting that they, they've got to be outside or a, a covered area but not indoors we, we've been fortunate and unfortunate we've had amazing weather for 65 66 days yeah almost has been the best weather last year it rained almost every single saturday in july yeah. and august and don't get me wrong we shot in between the rain it's not an issue yeah and this year for this time of year yeah it's warm i would be dying in my outfit right now and yeah. the couples and the guests would be sweating a bit but i don't think anyone complains in a, in a sunny day and so and it's been the perfect amazing sunsets red yeah. skies yeah. i'm killing myself at the moment just seeing all this stuff going <laughs> shit i didn't get any of this last year because we were ducking and diving yeah. And you know, Sod's Law uh, come July or August when they decide to allow us to attend weddings again, we'll probably have hellish weather. <laughs> and I'm not wishing it because that's not what I want. Yeah. It will yeah. make you know, but you're right. You know, if you have an outdoor, I mean, I have a wedding that is likely to go through, they have 25 ish guests in the end of August. It's a church wedding, but it's a massive church. Yeah. So, in your bubbles, you could sit, you know, out of 25 guests, there's probably about you know, 11 bubbles, which is not yeah. bad, you know, yeah. even less than that, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're having a hog roast. They're going to Village Hall. Yeah. It's big enough, even if they're indoors, but they will spend. But how do you do first dance? You know, on the first dance, you have the couple dancing, whether some are uncomfortable and don't enjoy the dance. So they invite the guests in within 30 seconds of their dance. Yeah. But when they dance. You, you 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 let your hair down. You don't actually analyze. You're moving around the dance floor. You're doing your moves. You're you're you're. Uh, I mean, I do the dad dance, so I don't move much. I just move left and right. Where <laughs> where the floor, the one space I'm at. But I have seen some amazing dancers at weddings. That I go wow, and they they take up the whole dance floor. Not yeah. being selfish, they just close their eyes and let the music flow. Yeah. Uh, how how do you the bride or groom can't dance with their family members? Mm. Can't dance with you if you're their friend or me. You know. At the end of the night, I give a bride and groom a hug and a kiss goodbye because I get to know them, yeah. you know, and, and we're quite intimate the way we work. And I know you do the same. And all of a sudden, it's like a, a fake wave, a fake handshake, and you don't embrace them. So you lose that connection as well, I feel. Or am I wrong on that? I don't know. And, and then you've got to throw alcohol into the equation. Well, that's it. You know, I, well, I, I think you maybe, are you meaning that if you do drink, People don't keep the social distance because yeah, the inhibitions come down, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, you're 100% right. And that's the thing. Um, how does the waitress and waiters work and how do the caterers work? I think they're in the same situation of all of us. 
as I said, there's a few companies like a cake maker, um, like a florist, a venue decorator. These companies could go in and easily set up the venue safely and, yeah. and drop off their stuff safely. Someone who is conducting the wedding like ourselves or serving the wedding or, or DJing the wedding, uh, DJs, fair point, maybe they have their space, of course. That, that's the wrong um, uh, looking at it. But there's guys I've seen before that play the saxophone. And yeah. they walk between the crowd, and that's their spiel. And they, they yeah. get in between everybody, and the bride and groom and guests are, he's, you know, the guy's moving up and down and dancing with everybody. All of a sudden, he's in the corner standing still. Yeah. So, the whole selling point now he looks stale and stagnant, like the next person is playing the saxophone. Yeah. And, the, and um, like your magicians as well. Oh, everybody yeah. Everybody that's magic. interacting. Yeah. 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 So how, how are we going to get around this? They do those tricks where they, you know, they have the black black dot on their hand and then yeah. it comes on to the couple's hand or yeah. that you pick a card yeah. and are you, yeah. I mean, I've seen one guy who has a magic trick where he has something that goes on fire and voila, a bottle of champagne is, uh, comes out of his hands and that is his signature trick that yeah. he gives the couple the bottle of champagne. Yeah. But the bride and groom have to do something, or the couple have to do something quite close to the magician to get yeah. that. You play casinos. Thinking about it now, <clears throat> excuse me. There's um, you have uh, casino companies that come yeah. blackjack and, yeah. and roulette tables and everybody team it. Yeah. And let's be honest. Have you ever been? You know, I know you played before at weddings. You've seen it before. You know, uh, you may have gambled yourself for fun, and you see that you have to touch it. Yeah. You blow on the dice. You uh, you know you. You put that ball sometimes in, usually the, the, the person running the blackjack or, or roulette does it themselves. You touch, you put your chips on the spot, you grab all your chips, you cheer, you scream, you hug the person beside you when you win, you know, even though it's for fun. And yeah, you go to the sweet table and get your uh, sweets. Um, so, and even if they're laid out in bags, but when I go to touch that one bag, I touch six bags by accident. Yeah. And if, if the kids have been in there and they look in the bag saying, oh, I don't like what's in that bag, I'm going to have that bag. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. You that's know. not just kids. <laughs> so, but you're 100% right. Like, imagine, and the buffet, like, you know, uh, a lot of weddings, you sometimes get um, a hog roast. So you get your hog roast, you go up, um, or it's served to the table, and then on the table, there's big plates of salad, and yeah. you pass it around. So I pass it to you. So even even tables have to be your own bubbles yeah. that would work yeah. but buffets uh, uh hors d'oeuvres canapes whatever you want to call them yeah. you know you, you know i love it you know don't get me wrong i get quite spoiled at a lot of weddings and couples incorporate us into it yeah. we don't tend to eat it often because we're busy shooting but but i'm not gonna lie when, when it gets passed to us we look on the plate, the waitress or waiter is handing it to us. They're standing right beside us. They're talking us through. I'm breathing on all of them, not intentionally. Do you know what I mean? Not, not, you're not doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. and, and someone touches one toothpick and then goes, no, I'm going to go for the next one because it's a piece, bigger piece of meat on the, on the toothpick. Yeah. Um, what happens then? And then you put your toothpick, the waitress or waiter holds her hand out with a serviette and they are a little jar and you put their, your toothpick in there. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you don't litter it on the ground. Even confetti. Yeah. You know, you, you know, I love it when they're tightly, you know, the guests are really tight. I form a really tight line on either side and the couple walks down the center and the more confetti, the better it is, I always say. And yeah, you could give them a box of confetti every guest, but now you're going to have to social distance the couple right and left from the guests and the guests have to separate right and left from each other. Yeah. So the line of 50 people will run from the venue all the way down to another venue sarcastically yeah. because 
it's, how are you going to do that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're being unrealistic. I don't know if people have thought of this stuff. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not hoping that we don't upset, <laughs> you know, couples going, shit. Yes, we would desperately want to get married. But bloody hell, we've not thought of 99% of what you're saying, are you? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I know, uh, I'm sorry, dear listener, that this is coming across as all doom and gloom and we're just looking at the worst case scenario. But as we sit here recording this on the 2nd of June, that is the situation that we're faced with. Um, there is no go ahead for weddings. Um, we've been told that hopefully by July we will be able to do some form of wedding, but it's going to be a very small gathering. And this is exactly the reason why it's going to have to be a small gathering um, until probably next year. And, and it's even, very depressing. Even, but even monetary reasons, I think, again, I, I, I don't want to be negative, but, but we have to be realistic about it. And again, I apologize to the listeners and I, I, I love what I do. And I keep saying that this is my passion. I'm fortunate to do get paid for a job that I love, but, but you know, it, it's, it's, there's so many, you know, even stuff like all of a sudden you have, you've paid uh, myself or you paid the cake maker or you paid the florist um, a lot of money to get a cake to feed a hundred guests. You get a florist to decorate 20 tables or 15 tables because those hundred guests are sitting on those tables. You have me document your preparation, your ceremony, your speeches, repertoire, candid, all that stuff. And all of a sudden you have five, six people at that wedding. Mm. So you don't need a cake that can feed a hundred people. You don't need um, a three-course meal for 100 people. You don't need me to stay all the way till 20 songs after the first dance because with five people, you're, you, you know, you're not going to dance all the way till 20 songs, 30 songs afterwards, are you? Mm. So how are weddings going to be so different, isn't it? And, mm. and you know, we still want to document the wedding because by us documenting the wedding, you could share those photographs with your family and friends that are not able to attend that wedding. And maybe in 21, you have a big party or, you know, you have a ceremony again of some sort, if you feel you want to have that ceremony. Mm. So it's a, it's, it's a million and one questions, isn't it? To, to, mm. And we don't have the answers either, do we? It's not, no. uh, we're throwing it out there. Well, we're, you know, it's just coming off the top of our head constantly and going, Oh shoot. What about this? What about that? Yeah. You know, um, you know, and as I said, it's as simple as the toilets. Yeah. You know, even if you have it at a private residence in a garden and you have six people because six people could go to your house now and, you know, you could have the one family. So technically, uh, you know, you have those six people there and you have yourself, maybe if we're allowed, I don't know if you're going to count as seven, I'm going to count as eight. So does that change it? Mm. And then we, you know, like I said, everyone has to use a toilet. Where does a caterer work? I mean, I guess the caterer can bring a food van and, and or pitch up a tent on your front lawn and make the food that way. It's not mm. a problem there. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they're going to have the uh, eight to ten staff that work for them. You don't need it. You just need one staff serving and one person cooking. Or even the chef could almost come out and serve it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, the, the venues make their money off the bar. Not to be rude, but, you know, that's, yeah. that's reality. You know, yeah. it, it's... And, and if you have five, six guests at your venue, is that realistic? Is the venue feasible for a venue to open up the doors and, and tidy up the venue and make it all pretty for five people? That, mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's a, 
uh, you know, it sounds all doom and gloom, but we're not trying to be. We want to be, I want it all back to, you know, I just want 2020 to go backwards. And, and the beginning of the year, January, February, March, beginning of March was amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, it was all gung-ho and we were all excited. And then we just got a, a wall put up in front of us, didn't we, unfortunately? So do you think then moving forward, I think wedding's going to be like this for a, a fair while yet, but do you think going forward, the way that you're going to work is to, to make sure that you're documenting a couple's wedding day and, and just their life as you would like to document it? Do you think that you're going to be doing way more pre-shoots and then very small wedding shoots and then possibly something down the line so they'd have three instead of one well, we, we may have to i mean the pre-shoot or the save the date shoot i like to do no matter what because i get to know the couple so that's why i offer that and i offer it to all my couples and at the same time i walk around their venues and all that stuff if it's a small wedding yeah i mean you're 100 right it's it's going to be different so do we do what they do in uh a lot of it i'm from canada but in a, in america some canadians do it as well they do the day after sometimes the couple gets ready again and we go off to unusual locations and they have some kick-ass photographs and we could be a bit more free not free with the social distancing but free as in we can you know do our creative photographs and not worry about a guest being in the way even when we do group shots, even if there's 25 people, imagine the group shots. It's going to be imagine. a very, wild, very wide lens, isn't it? Well, that's it. And, and there's many weddings that, you know, the bride will say, okay, I want my girlfriends in it. And she brings in 20 girlfriends into this photograph and they're all hugging each other. You get girl, you get the Hindu or the stag do ones, you know, mm. photographs. And again, you know, you can't embrace it with your mates. So it is, it is, it is going to be, you know, I, I don't know my first wedding, if it goes through, I mean, I've been having them all postponed. I was supposed to be a crazy year. And my first one still in the diary for this year to start is the 22nd of August. And I do hope that one goes through. It is a small wedding. It is a church wedding. It is easier to show social distance. They're having a hog roast. They're having a village hall. Uh, so it isn't a problem for doing my job. It will just be different and I and, and will people keep to the social distancing? I, mm. I, I don't know. Or will people go, screw it, you know? And I'm not saying that's right. That's not that's you know not what I'm saying at all. But I don't know because I did a wedding just before the lockdown, and you were supposed to not hug people, kiss people. It was doing the elbow shakes and the feet shakes, and that's just before. And even then, the couples and all the family and friends there was about sixty people at this wedding. They they sort of just said screw that. Mm. And no one came down with COVID from that wedding. So luckily everyone was fine because, you know, no, 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 you know, I was still in contact with the couple, but, you know, they sort of broke the rules that day. I mm. didn't, you know, but I, I didn't handshake the groom, which I usually do. I didn't embrace the bride and give her a hug and kiss goodbye, you know, but we weren't keeping our distance then because there was nothing about keeping distance. Mm. And now that rules. You know, they're not, I can't see them reducing the rule. And if they reduce it to one meter, I think people will break it. People are already breaking the two meter. People are already almost at one meter. So, I th I, you know, two meter is one meter really at the end of the day. There's, I see people getting that close. I know that people are not doing that. But at a wedding, I can see them, you know, you, you go to the bar and you prop up and you, you have your pint in your hand or your gin in your hand. And I'm there and I haven't seen you in a long time. You stand, you come and say hi to me. 
and we forget about it not because we, we just we because the norm is to get close to each other and have a chat mm. so yeah no it's it's uh it's it's it will be interesting i don't have a right or wrong answer for it and mm. i i don't want to change my style because they hired me for that style and the creativity i just have to adapt to it mm. as best as i can and safely to keep everyone safe isn't it yeah I think the fact that we we're even talking about it shows that we're considering it and we're starting to try and think about of how are we going to work differently, yeah. but remain as creative as we are within our own little spheres. But yeah, I think that you're right. You're going to end up doing three little photo shoots as opposed to maybe one or two yeah. because you're going to go off somewhere with, with the couple be it on the wedding day because it's such a small ceremony that you can go and have that free time with them on the wedding day when they are all made up and ready to go yeah. and, and leave the guests sitting there in the back garden or whatever yeah. um, or you know, like you say getting dressed up the following day and going somewhere that you've identified previously the same oh this will be the good this will be the great place to get those special shots so you've still got an absolutely kick-ass reminder of your whole wedding yeah. it's just in a different way and i think people's wedding albums are certainly going to be different coming out of 2020 aren't they well well, well you know imagine you know having everyone wearing a mask at a wedding now fair do i put a mask on you're going to know it's me a the accent and b the beard so it's mm -hmm. obvious it's me but you know, imagine looking at your wedding album in years to come and you have 30, 40, 50 guests. If we're allowed to do 50 guests, let's just say by September, October, we can do 50 guests. Yeah. Um, and the restriction is everyone has to wear a face mask during the ceremony. During your meal, you sit in your bubble so you don't have to have your face mask on. Um, during drink reception, if you have a drink, do your best to social distance because usually you can during a drink reception. Mm. And then, um, you know, maybe on the first dance, uh, or on the dance floor, you have to wear your mask. Do you know mm. what I mean? And and try to keep your distance. But when you look back at the photographs, it would be that. cool. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. It would be cool to have them. It would be cool, you know, from a photographer's point of view, it would be cool to document a wedding. But if I do every wedding like that, I could just cut and paste someone else into it. You wouldn't even know because you yeah. wouldn't remember. You're looking at the person's eyes. Yeah. And, and that's what I feel sorry for the couples. Do you know what I mean? When they look back at the photographs. So that's why it would be great to maybe give more time to the couple and, and the couple look at a different way of doing it and go, know what? Actually, you know, yes, you know, the day after the wedding or two days after the wedding or, or, you know, even the day before, you know, they, you know, they want that wow factor walking down the aisle. So they, mm -hmm. the bride and groom may not want to see each other in their outfits beforehand. That's fine. But you know, the day after they, you know, or the two days later, they could get dressed up again and we could drive around. They go in their car, I go in my car. We could go to all these kick-ass locations and and get some really cool creative photographs if a wedding can only be in a garden that they didn't want to pick originally you know they had a really um posh venue yeah to their barn uh, an old estate home and all of a sudden they couldn't attend that venue because the social distancing could not happen yeah we still could go out and and get them those creative photographs and on the day we'd still get their the photographs but i think what we're missing is we're missing a bit of the connection yeah. We're going to miss a bit of the connection with the bride and groom and their family and friends. You know, um, the bride coming up and hugging their girlfriends and hugging their mom and dad and mm -hmm. giving grandma a kiss on the lips and, and, and helping her up because she could be an older woman and, and she needs to help up, you know, and walking her out to her car taxi because she's leaving a bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Those are photographs I've always documented naturally. Mm. Uh, all of a sudden, there's going to be, you know, grandma on, in my frame, you're going to have a massive gap 
all you're going to yeah. see is when you look back at the photographs, are you going to say, wow, um, no one loved each other that day, which is not yeah. the case, but, but <laughs> the photograph says one thing, you know, it's a different story. But if someone picked it up in 20 years time, who didn't know COVID existed, yeah. um, and, it, and 2020 was the way it was, you're going to go, yeah. wow, what the hell? you alienated yourself from everyone <laughs> I, mean, I mean i can certainly within the ceremony get creative i mean instead of um i mean for instance if if, if the bride is still wanting to have you know the tradition of being given away by her dad if they're not living in the same house technically they can't do that no so i'd have I didn't to even get, think of that yeah wow. yeah i've got i've got to get creative um and start saying to the the couple well why don't you make your entrance together yeah have the have the you know if if you haven't had a reveal uh, up until one of you walking up the aisle why don't you have that reveal out you know outside of the ceremony space and you can see each other that can get documented and that's a very special moment for yeah, both course. of the couple and then make the entrance together and then we can still talk about the relationship between parents and the, the, you know, the child and they can still have a kiss, but instead of, you know, a kiss on the, on the cheek or something like that, I'm getting their parents and their guests to actually just blow them a kiss, which is quite a nice pagan tradition because they can actually, you know, blow it and catch it kind of thing. And that, that makes quite a nice photo and right. think, you know, things like that. But you could even have, if dad's in the picture and mum's in the picture of the bride or, or the groom, that they walk in first yeah. so they walk hand in hand yeah. dad is not even seeing his daughter in the dress yeah. and then he stands at the front turning yeah. around you know what i mean and so he, he gets that he gets, he gets that the, first the look rather instead than of, the, instead of, done. Yeah, yeah instead of the other half so, so there's, there's an option by talking to you it's it's interesting because more and more things are coming into my head and, and your yeah. head as well yeah. while we bang it together and, and you're 100 right yeah. it's just trying to think outside the box yeah and be be a bit more creative so those are interesting ideas to give towards our couples as well yeah yeah and just say that we can still get the first look yeah but it might not be your your future spouse it might be your parent yeah. <laughs> or you can still have the first look between each other but it's literally you two outside of that bubble no of course, of course. so yeah it's there's ways around it all but it's how, when we're outside, like you say, for you, social distancing isn't an issue. You've got all the space you need. It's what happens when we get told, yeah, you can have it in, in an indoor space. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's and, a tight indoor space. Well, they have a string quartet, you yeah. know, because I've been to many weddings where they are a string quartet. They have, you know, like I said, myself, uh, sometimes two photographers, two videographers, yeah. um, and, and, and the list goes on. And, yeah. and, you know, 150 people at this wedding. Yeah. And, and I have a wedding in January that they, I think on both sides, all brothers, sisters, or moms and dads had 10, 15 children. There's 105 guests yeah. who are all related to each other. Yeah. And they have to be there. Family. Yes. So that's, that's family before even friends arrive. I think yeah. their, their evening is about 160 people and yeah. there's about 110 day guests, which is family. Yeah. And, they, and I know that venue they're getting married at, they can't keep their distance. It's impossible. Yeah. You know, and hopefully, you know, going forward, we've squished COVID as well as we can squish it. Yeah. Uh, that that there shouldn't be an issue come come the beginning of the year or the end yeah. of the year. But again, I I'm second guessing everything. I'm a scientist to this. I'm only going by what I hope would happen, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It is interesting. It sounds <laughs> like we sound we've just 
depressed all our couples listening to this. Well, but, I think we've just depressed ourselves. I know. <laughs> but I, I, but yeah. positive note, there is a way forward. And yes. whilst we have to think outside of the proverbial box, we can still document the ceremony. I can still write and deliver the ceremony just have to do it slightly differently yeah. but different is good i mean i pride myself on the fact that all my ceremonies are different anyway so yeah let's 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 put a different completely different spin on it and maybe we can still do some of the things that i would want to put into a ceremony some you know like my, my hand fastings and things like that they can still be done it's just maybe i can't do them or i'm gonna have to go out and get some really nice cool funky gloves <laughs> and this is it per couple <laughs> it's just it's just thinking outside the box you know yeah. i'm not worried about documenting a wedding uh, you know yeah. you know yes you know we're going to keep to the rules and restrictions it's just coming i don't want to use the new norm because i hate that the new norm is not the new norm i just you know this is the way we have to deal with it at the moment in time until yeah. things go back sort of to normality ish at yeah. weddings you know not the rest of the world just just yeah. weddings we're talking yeah. about um but yeah, I mean, I could still get what the couple wants and, and what they've envisioned out for their photos, yeah. but it's just a different way. It's me getting used to it as well. And so yes. when I'm at the wedding, I want to not worry about those fine details, but knowing I naturally am aware of them. So yeah. I don't go into people's space without making them uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Not intentionally. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how are people going to get hold of you then, Avi? Sorry, what was that? How are people going to get hold of you if they want to book you? Well, if they want to book me, and they should have booked me already. <laughs> um, if they go on to, um, they can either go onto my website on, on AK Expressions. So it's akexpressions.com. They can go on to my Facebook page, AK Expressions. Again, I think I put AK Expressions Photography, but AK Expressions. And give me a shout. I like to talk to all my couples first. I, every wedding's different and unique, the same as yourself, Michelle. I do have packages and prices for the individuals, but I think I work that I like to have an initial phone chat or a Zoom conversation, you know, and because and, I can't meet them. I mean, we can meet up now. Yeah. I, can, I can meet them, um, you know, in a public place. I can bring my photographs in the case, you know, and I can show them so they can still look at my images now as well. So not thinking about it, I am able to meet up with them in a public place. So that wouldn't be an issue now. So those, those are the options in that to, to be able to move forward with booking myself. Yeah, wicked. Well, thank you, Avi, for joining me. Uh, no it's been great, it's been great uh, having a natter and all be, I know we've slightly depressed ourselves. Hopefully we've come out <laughs> the other side of it as well, thinking, you know what, there is a way forward. And yeah. like you say, it's not the new norm. It is just what we've got to do for now. And I think that's where we need to go. <laughs> Thank you for having me as well, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot then, Abby. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope we haven't depressed you too much with that conversation. But it's given, hopefully, you some food for thought, as it did for us when we actually had the conversation about how we can best move forward so that everybody stays safe, but that we can still enjoy an absolutely fabulous ceremony and wedding and celebration day. Anyway, catch you soon. Thanks for joining me. Bye.